Welcome back to the Sneaker Annex podcast with me, Danny, aka at Roistino, and my co-host, I'm going to get it right this week, co-host, Dan, aka at Dan underscore Squire. Good afternoon, my friend. Good afternoon. How's it going? Yeah, can't complain, Danny, can't complain. How's things? Not bad, a bit of snow outside still here in Leeds, uh, certainly up at the airport near where I live. Um, and just... A couple of things before we get into this week's podcast. First of all, big shout out to everyone who said, where's this week's podcast? So this is Wednesday afternoon, right? And when it goes out Wednesday morning, and I have just been busy. I'm going to hold my hands up. I have been far too busy just to even grab the 40 minutes or so as it usually takes to film a podcast because I work nights. So we, me and Dan thought, give the people what they want. Let's do a quick podcast in the afternoon. Bit of afternoon delight, is that what we're calling it, Dan? <laughs> I was just hoping we could do it like go, you know, we are live and have like <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, we are live. But, you know, <laughs> it's not that exciting, unfortunately. No. Um so shout out, we did think, well, I have my breakfast at whatever time it is, uh nearly three o'clock in the afternoon. We will uh, we will get on Zoom and me and Dan, we love each well, I'm gonna I love Dan. I don't know if he loves me. Dan, do you love It's a love hate relationship apparently then isn't it? <laughs> is, it, is that how it works? <laughs> I mean a lot of those at the minute. I love people and they hate me. I don't know what it is. Um but yeah so we thought we'd go do one. So you're probably gonna listen to this about five o'clock, maybe on your commute home instead of your commute to work this week. Um so yeah that's why we're a bit late. Uh, a little I do apologise slightly with that. And then the other big shout out I've got to say before we get into this week is a big shout out to TT last week and to everybody who has got in touch with the subject that we covered last week, the inclusive sizing, and much, much more with TT, just about females in the sneaker scene and sneaker industry. And I've got to be honest, I've been educated by it. I genuinely have not only the research before we did the podcast, because I looked into it quite a bit, but lots of people that have spoke to me since um, just about it, just kind of either thanking us for covering the subject or just agreeing or putting a point of view across. It's just been, it's been a great week, to be honest, off the back of it, what you're saying. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it was, it was a great chat. Obviously, people have been talking about it to us all week. Um, shout out again to TT. If people aren't following her on Instagram, drop her a follow because it's something that she's always pushing and chasing. Um, yeah, it was just a really, really good chat. And I think it's one of them where you could definitely go deeper on it and it'll be interesting to see where the kind of sneaker industry is this time next year and you know, kind of watch, watch this space. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things that kind of struck with me is that, like I say, me and Dan, we're trying to be inclusive with everything we do and not just from a, a, a female, male kind of bias. We try and cover a range of trends. We try and cover everything in the sneaker industry as much as possible. But one thing, and again, I'm going to hold my hands up. I realised on my Instagram lives, I never ever have had a female on my Instagram lives on like a Friday night or whenever I go live. A couple of reasons. One, uh, I have asked in the past, but not many girls have wanted to come on live, which I completely understand. I do get that. Um, but shout out to Nadia, whose Instagram is, I always forget, at the East London Edit, I think is our East London Edit. Nadia, I'm really sorry. I know we talk like every day, but I can't remember people's handles. It's really, really bad of me. Um, so shout out Nadia who came on and chatted for a bit on Friday night as well. Um, and we want to get more inclusive inclusivity 
on the podcast, on the live. So if you are uh, a girl, female, or you've got just a, or even just a different point of view, then you think something that me and Dan don't cover on the podcast or something that you don't agree with, you know, hit us up in the DMs on the Sneaker Annex Instagram. I read every single DM. I might not reply to every single one um, just with time and stuff, but I do read them. And if anything catches my eye, uh, then we'll try and get you on a podcast or on a live to talk about it because I think it's a really interesting and important subject uh, to cover. That it's not just mine. I mean, me and Dan, we, we write all the time anyway. I, I can't remember the last time I was wrong. Must be a long time, Danny. Must be a long time. I did joke about it. I did say the last time I was wrong uh, to someone was when I said Hannah was the uh, best looking out of S Club 7. Uh, when it's clearly Rachel Stevens. Uh, I actually remember the last time you were wrong, Danny. Uh, go on. Sneaker of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's a shout, it's a shout, but you're wrong. Um, right, anyway, before we go any further, just continuous rambling. Although, shout out to people who just like the rambles and the uh, tangents that we go off on. And I don't really care about the news and the releases. And just like me and Dan having a bit of a chat, and m- me especially, I'm going to hold up. I do like a, a rant kind of going off on one, uh, which I'm sure I will do later in this podcast anyway. But... We, uh, before we go. The other thing as well, let us know who you want us to have a ramble and a chat with, because we always always like to get like the, you know, you guys who obviously listen. Let us know who you want to listen to, because I'm sure you get bored of our voices. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, because we have got like a list of people that we want to get through and speak to. Some of them are people we want to speak to in real life, so not just a Zoom in the nicest way. It'd be good to get some some people. Like I said, me and Dan want to eventually film this in a pub uh, with mics and do a proper setup once COVID all like buggers off. I think everyone just wants to be in a pub, though, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I, do, I just don't want to eat even more than anything. I want to go eat out. I do like going to the pub, but I love eating out, and eating out is killing me, or not eating out is killing me. But, but anyway, we ramble. Uh, news, Mr. Squire. What have we got this week in the world of sneakers, trainers. Oh, pretty big week, really. I mean, some, some of the news ties into releases. Um, so first off, I'll say that there's not a lot of like news news, but one bit that's really, really big is Nike doing the Nike Go Flyees, which is the first like hands-free shoe or hands-free sneaker, they're calling it, which I think if it goes to the right people is amazing. Yeah. I think this shoe is fantastic and probably shows up. What was the Air Max 90 they did last year, you know, with the heel one that came down? Yeah, I tried to forget it, but that that was a dreadful-looking shoe. I mean, this yeah. isn't a great-looking shoe, but that one you still needed to put on with your hands. Yeah, uh, and, and that, but it was all about accessibility, wasn't it? That was yeah. the point in that heel kind of thing that went down. Now, this one is just... Uh, I can't tell if it's one of those cult things that will look cool, but you know, if you wear them for, you know, the first six months, you know, like a, a new innovation kind of, oh yeah, they look kind of cool. A bit, like, a bit like the Adapt stuff did in the Earl and things like that. Like Exactly, exactly. Like an early adopter into this kind of technology. I can't, I can't tell if they look good, if they look, will look good. Almost a little bit, not too much, but a bit Presto-ish kind of, vibes but 
the the theory behind what they stand for and who ultimately and we'll probably get on to like the clout chasers that we said we might talk about later in the in the podcast anyway but that they get to the right people you know the people who really do have an issue putting on shoes that and, and i'm going to shout out my great auntie here you know she's like i think late 70s early 80s got real bad mobility issues Man, she's buying a pair of those Oh, I'm buying her a pair of those for a birthday because she'll love them. Because she yeah, just. Loves- I think that's the thing. If it, you want to see these kind of, at first anyway, go to the right people, in my opinion. I think that the technology is amazing. It looks so simple, but it obviously works really well. Um, they've shown that on the promo videos of how easy it is to use. So if people can benefit from sneakers in this way, I think it's amazing. Yeah, completely agree. And I'm going to just throw in a little bit of a joke at the end here because shout out when you step on your heel to kick your shoes off. I do that anyway. So <laughs> you're gonna, you'd, hate, you'd hate, I don't care what shoes I've got on. I use my other toe on my, on my heel. Don't matter if they're a street hawker, chunky dunky, whatever. I just kick them off. I'd never use my hands to put them on. But obviously that's a slight joke. Uh, please don't be offended by that. Um, but I do actually, I think, I think they'll look good on. And, you know, even if you just, I don't know, summertime, I'm just going to walk down to school to pick the kids up. I'm just going to kick on some trainers just to go down there. Or I wear a pair of Ultra Boosts for slippers around the house, right? Because they're comfortable and they never go outside. They are literally my house shoes, wooden floors and all that kind of thing. I can see them being my house shoes. I can just kick them off and kick them on and just wander around the house in them. I think that's the most expensive pair of slippers I've ever heard of, Danny. And a little little flex there. Just what a pair of boots to boost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I got them. I, I got them and I never wore them so far. They'll be great for on the house. Anyway, we digress. Um, so, so, like, stay, staying on the Nikes, um, Stussy, back in November, released their lookbook for next season. Yes. And it seemed to completely go under the radar until it kind of hit Instagram this week that they're bringing back the Hirachi, which the timing, obviously we only just talked about Hirachi last week. Obviously it's the anniversary this year. They're bringing back the screen greens, but retro in the Stussy collab. Yeah. I mean, first of all, shout out that we are ahead of the curve on everything because everything we talk about in the next week that we, that we would like to see, like the Bacon 90s, and then we talk about Hirachis. And then it seems to all hit Instagram. So shout out to everyone who's, uh, who's been influenced by me and Dan, first of all. If uh, this is actually working though, Danny, can I just take a second to manifest a win on the Jordan 1 neutral grey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is... This is a few weeks in a row that we've said something and it's come to life. Now, this shoe is going to be a myth for me to get. So I'm saying it right now. Jordan Before 1 to... neutral grey, size 8, is going to be in my hands. Make it happen. Before we talk about them later, uh, we have got these coming up in, later in the uh, podcast anyway. Um, but yeah, like I said, I've never, I've never owned a pair of Hirachis. They've never kind of been my style. I'm going to... I love Stussy. I'm sat here in a Stussy jumper. I think I've got a Stussy t-shirt on. I, I wear a lot of Stussy wear, so I get heavily influenced. So if it says Stussy on it, even though I've never... I had the Stussy dunks years ago, and I wanted to get the Stussy blazers from a couple of years ago, the Stussy lows. But I've never picked up like the Air Force Ones or anything like that. I can see me getting influenced potentially if it's a dry month 
and for my one a month that these Hirachis come out, maybe. Well, rumour is it's going to be sooner than everyone thinks. It's, rumour is it's 12th of February. Maybe not then. So, yeah, I think the competition's going to be pretty tough because it looks like quite a big month. Yeah, and, and, I, and I've, I've just been handed out another piece of information that something else might be coming out in February, um, which might just blow my February one a month out of the water. Month two might just go to complete pot straight away. But anyway... We'll have to see how true these rumours are. Or oh, not even rumours. I've not seen anything on Instagram. Someone just slid me like like a piece of paper, you know, when you just get slid across to your desk. That's how that's the information that how it got slid across. It was like quite bizarre. That's how the sneaker annex deals in footwear leak that's, info. That's because that's the way we roll, exactly. Um But and I know a lot of like um ah, I'm gonna say like older guys, you know. I mean me and you, Danny, we're old enough, but people even few years ahead of us, because obviously the first time these came out, I think it was 2000, somewhere around there, I think it was 2000. So the collaboration is 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people who had them when they first released now, you know, pushing 40. Mate, I am pushing 40, I'm 38, so don't, don't, be, don't be saying that. Um, so I think, I think um, it's going to get a lot of excitement, not just with like, the younger crowd were obviously massively in sneakers, but some like the older guys as well in the scene. Yeah, yeah. Release. And, and shout out some of the older guys who who do kind of like dip in and out. I was talking to somebody, I can't remember who it was recently. Oh, it was Nadia on the live chat, and she said her brothers, who then just turned around and said, "Oh, I might get a pair of dunks." And like, no, if you're not into it and you don't know how to access all this stuff now, because you collected trainers twenty years ago and you want a pair of dunks now, you ain't getting a pair of dunks, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, let's hope the let's hope people like that can pick them up as well. What else have we got? So a couple of bits, like mentioned at the start, obviously ties into releases, and we'll talk about it in the news because it's not out this week. Yeah. But a couple of bits, and uh, this this one's for you, Danny. I want your opinion on this because I know you like a mad shoe. You like something that stands out. Yeah. You love the ZX. Yeah. You love Adidas. Yeah. So the Addy ZX Krusty Burger. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, so I do kind of, I do kind of like the concept and I kind of, I, it's a bit of fun, which I completely get. And I'm, I'm going to completely contradict myself in this little bit of what I'm going to rant kind of say about it. The ZX 10,000, right? is the best, the best new shoe of the past five years for me. Certainly, new silhouette from Adidas. It just looks like a continuation for, of the ZX line when it stopped on the 9000s back in, I think the 9000 could have been 89 or 90. Someone's going to correct me on that. Um, and when the first ZX... 10,000 came out, that super colour, and then the overkill pack with the three shoes in it, which I'm still trying to find. So if anyone's got a pair or a triple in a size eight, hit me up as long as it's not too expensive. And I just thought, what a... Go on. And not this month. And not this month. Um, <laughs> then, and I just thought that the ZX 10,000 was such a, such a good shoe. And there's not been a weak colourway. There really hasn't. Some colourways are stronger than others because that's and and it's a taste thing. I understand that. This is the first shoe I thought I've looked at and thought, nah, 
not even a chance of me getting them. They're just right. It's it's a it's a classic running shoe, and so some of the colours that have already come out on it fit into that aesthetic of what they have been. Even almost like the mad yellow. Um, there was like a yellow colour that came out. But the fit in with that colour and aesthetic, even that would have continued from the 90s. I don't think this is a... This is like someone's just got some crayons and felt tips and just drawn on the blank one. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm going to try to justify it a bit here for Adidas. Is, yeah, Collab with Simpsons is amazing. True. And... As much as I would never wear this shoe, I think it's just mad. I like it as a concept, as a, in hand, just like as a collector piece, as much as the ZX8000 Lego. Yeah, as a piece it, of art. Yeah, I think it's got to be kind of on that level. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. The pe all the people I know who wear ZX10000s, I can't see the, these people wearing these. I mean, there will be people that prove me wrong on that. I'm totally yeah. being quite general with it. Whereas I think the ZX 8000s have come out, and I don't think the, Z, I don't think the Lego colorway is that out there. I know it's a little bit out there with the colors, and it's a bit of fun with the collaboration. I think it's like the, the outlining on the shoe, which I don't know what it is. Yeah, definitely. But it gives it that cartoony feel. Ties in well to Simpsons. It definitely does. I um, I don't hate it to look at it. Obviously, I'd never wear the thing, but yeah, and I, in collab, and I, it will just divide opinion, and that's what it's all about. And and I'm on that. I, I just wouldn't wear it. I wouldn't buy it. I do kind of like it still, but I just do, I like what it is and what it stands for, but just not for me. Okay, so staying with Addy then, and but completely different. We've got the uh, Madrid. Yes. And again, this isn't in releases because it's technically out next week after next week's podcast comes out. So yes. we're kind of just trying to stay ahead and give you a little bit of time to enter the raffles. Yeah. Uh, again, do you know what? I, I like, obviously, the Adidas casual terrace style shoes. It's just, it's just too brown for me, literally. Um, shout out, there's loads of people that have been like saying, oh, am I going to do a review on them and stuff like that? And I may kind of try to get a pair for a giveaway, potentially. Um, it's not a shoe for me. I mean, they're great for, like, just not sticking on and going to the pub or going to the match. Brown leather, you know they're not going like, to get completely stuffed up. Anything with that trim star sole should only be worn in a pub or at a football match. It's got no place outside. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm going to make an exception. Those, the... Uh, Munchen Prosts. Yeah. Well, the, the beer and vomit proof ones, they are different class. And I think because I've got those, I don't think anything else with that, uh, with that sole unit is going to come. No, I just don't think I'll ever pick another pair up because I think you'll never better that, that vomit and beer proof shoe. Yeah, it was such a good story. It was for Oktoberfest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oktoberfest. Yeah. And all good the story. details... And, and, and um, again, I'm going to go off one, but the little stitching that's round the heel and proper details on that shoe just make it amazing. So, And I'm sure rumour was, 
it wasn't a shoe I went for, obviously, so I, I don't know too much about this, but I'm sure it was meant to come with a beer glass. But I never saw anyone get one, but I always remember that about that release. Yeah, it did. So, But it didn't when, like, I think I got my pair from Size Leeds, actually. Um, it was one shop in Germany that did, it could have been a few, or it could have been someone like that who had the glass. Who, who put so there was a there was a, a symbol on the box and the yep. stein kind of came with the symbol on amazing uh, yeah yeah so good. good story that one yeah yeah good so that's it for this week's news Danny happy days so we did put a little um I did very very quickly just wake up and saw all the messages about um the why have we not done a podcast so we've decided to do one and we have had a few questions. Uh, first of all, shout out to everyone asking why I've not got a top on. Uh, I had literally just woken up out of bed. So I was stood on my landing and I thought, I'm just going to quickly get this out when me and Dan said we were going to do a podcast. So why am I naked? That <laughs> answers that question. Um, and then we, had, we did have some funny questions, actually, Dan. This, this is a good one uh, from McGinty's Creps. Shout out, Daz. Uh, who's better looking, Mr. Roy or Mr. Dan? Oh, well, only one of us does videos, don't they? So I'm going to give you the point on this one, Danny. Oh, I think you're beautiful, mate. It's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also said, uh, shoe of the year. So Daz kind of said, what's been the shoe of the year? Now, I mean, <laughs> to say a stretch of shoe of the year, we are on February the 3rd. So shoe of January. <coughs> Sorry I about mean, that. Shoe of the month then for January, no contest for me, Danny. I'm sure you're going to say the same because you've only bought one pair. You've only gone for one pair and you were clear from day one what you were going for. So, I mean, I'll let you say it because I know it's the same answer as me. Yeah, I mean, the the, the Dunk SB Street Hawker is the shoe. And just as I'm staying this, well, maybe we should do this at the end of every month. What's been the shoe of the month? That's kind of a good little feature. So, Daz, shout out for uh, striking that creative chord in my brain. What a trainer. I, I, I've, and, and obviously, I put a stupid little post out on Instagram yesterday. Um, they, these will not, I'm going to say it now, there will not be a better SB dunk this year. It's definitely going to be. I, I can't imagine what they're going to do to beat it. I, I can't think of what I'd want more. Unless it was something like, and it now sounds really, really cheesy, but a retro of something that I never, never got a chance to have back in the day. But I'll stipulate that by saying, does that make it a better shoe or is it too easy? Yeah, too easy. I can't see how they're going to beat this. It's just incredible. And I thought it looked great in pictures, but when I got a pair in hand, unreal. So this is, again, this is what well, podcast is going out Wednesday. If I get chance, I, I have been really, really limited for time, hence why it's coming out late today. I have literally grabbed 15 minutes to record this because I have been inundated with people saying, I've not managed to get a pair. Are you doing a video so I can at least look at them properly and do like a proper detail look? So I've literally taken, I can't remember how long the video is, 12 or 15 minutes. Uh, so that might go out either tonight or Thursday on the YouTube channel uh, to show you because if this, all right. Um, <laughs> are you, are you, are you that, that was someone skidding a bike outside of my house 
Um, where was I in my flow? If these would have come out in 2020, would they have been sure of the year? Oof, no. Would they have been better than this with the Travis Dunks? No. And I think for me, anything that's sure of the year, and I had a few people ask me actually, they say, do you think this is going to be sure of the year? Because it is so good. But for me, as good as it is, and it is amazing, don't get me wrong, it won't be sure of the year purely because they're odd shoes. So they lack a little bit of wearability for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I dress plain so I can wear the wacky shoes. So I don't mind where, I, I will wear mine. Maybe not when it's snowing outside in February, but I will be definitely when the summer comes or the slightly drier months, just some plain cargoes, plain hoodie, or t-shirt and wearing those hundred percent I'm gonna wear in mine. Um 22 different panels there is on there. 22. Um I, I couldn't shout out every single panel. I, I tried in the video but I couldn't pick out every single one and, and pick out oh like all the different colours and what they could possibly represent. I tried doing a bit of research it was impossible to get them all but just if you've managed to pick a pair up, well done. And shout out Dwayne at Val Will Jams who kind of said, oh, I took an L. Um, and I was like, I do not condone resell. I absolutely don't. I don't like the people who buy just to flip. You, if, if you've got the means to buy a pair of these now before they go silly prices, grab a pair. I, I, and like I say, I, I, I don't condone it, but just get you, if you are into... Wacky shoes or SB dunks or anything, you need these in your life. These these are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I've got to say, I mean, I'm not sure what like the market is on them or anything like that at the minute, but if you're going to spend 300 quid on a shoe, this is one shoe where I could justify and say to someone, you are getting 300 pounds worth of shoe. If if there is such thing as a 300 quid shoe, yeah, this is it. definitely. And when you look at Habibi prices at a thousand pounds and stuff, um, and, and part of me, because they were like a, a Chinese street food. Um, you know, the market in China and people are into like trainers. You can see these skyrocketing in value over time. So you might want to jump on them early as people are picking them up and as they're, they're coming through the post this week and dropping into people's laps. If you can, if you really want a pair, I, I'd say just go for it. What, and that's, that's the long answer to a relatively short question of what was shoe of January. <laughs> Yeah, but we just don't want to like, it'd be a boring podcast one if we just went street hockey. Next question, please. <laughs> um, <coughs> but yeah, there was something else I was going to say about them. I can't remember what. Um, I don't know. Something probably not ranty, but just, yeah, I just can't see. I can't see what they're going to do. And I know like, and it's not a collaboration either. It's not like a concepts one. Oh, it's not made with anybody else. It's just straight Nike SB off the bat, just being a bit crazy. And I love it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You, you were talking about retroing. Uh, uh, like, if they brought out the Stussy Dunk again, for instance, the Stussy Low, the Cherries, that would be incredible. I don't want Nike SB to do that. I kind of... I understood when they did the highs to lows and lows to highs a little bit a few years ago. But I think they're on such a wave right now to just retro something would be just too lazy and boring and not Nike SB-ish. 
if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do agree. And I think <laughs> I didn't really like it at the time when they were doing the highs to lows and lows to highs because I had a lot of the originals and it made them feel less special. Yeah. Um, however, I think it's so big at the minute and the demand has been there now for a good couple of years. Like the SB, SB's been back as it should be for the last few years. I can see them doing it. I mean, they've, they've done things like the, obviously like the lobsters and the different colours and stuff like that. Something along their minds, maybe. I think, I think there definitely will be one this year. Yeah, I, I like the flip and the twist on a theme to a certain extent. So like the lobsters, you say, purple lobsters, green. I love the green lobsters. I think the green are the best out of all of them. I mean, the yellows obviously are a myth because there's 22 pairs in the world or whatever it is. And they, they do look at me. I do like the yellow and the red aesthetic of them. But I think the greens are the best of them all. Better than the blues, better than the reds, better than the purples. Um, but I've just not managed to find a pair, really, that without them being silly prices, because SB's so hot at the minute. Which actually brings us on to, there's not really any more questions other than more naked questions. There is, there is another really good question, which I'm going to save, actually, because it's a bit of a longer, and me and Dan would probably have to think about it a little bit more to answer the question instead of just off the cuff like we can this is an off the cuff podcast by the way if you can't tell with our ramblings um but we're just talking about nike sb and about the like clout chasers i've seen so much of it recently people going for every single release and not just nike sb we're talking like jordans almost whatever people uh of i don't know if it's people outlets retailers brands are hyping up and everyone's trying to buy everything at the minute have you not noticed this in the sneaker culture i'm putting quotation marks up which you can't see on a podcast but. yeah i think i've definitely seen more people going for everything but i don't think it's been that recent and i think almost the way that people have to try and get sneakers now has driven a lot of people to do it so in the way that for some people, they, they have to try and go for things they don't necessarily want because they know they won't be able to get what they do want and it might just fund that purchase. And I think it's like almost with some people a necessary evil. Yeah, I've never thought about that. So yeah, I do get that. Are all these people that are buying everything actually not keeping everything? Maybe. I mean, I just, just thinking about it when you, when you were talking then, I do see people going for stuff like that. Um, I, it's a really tough one. It's a massive kind of subject. But then is that is that clout chasing or is it just clout chasing if you're pretending it's for you but you're never going to wear it and you don't actually like it? You just want some of the hype and attention. I'd, I'd, it's a tough one, that, Danny. Maybe I wrongly, assu I wrongly assume it's all for the gram. It's just to get a picture on the gram and to try and get a few more likes or whatever it might be. But maybe, no, like I, I definitely agree with that. If if you're buying something purely to post on Instagram, then yeah, you're just chasing clout. But are people so there might be, I don't know, there might be people that are buying stuff and putting a picture on Instagram, for instance, but the actual reasoning behind it, we might look at certain individuals or certain accounts saying, ah, it's just hype stuff, they're just chasing likes. But actually it's not that, it's because the they're going for everything to make sure they get the shoe they want and then maybe using other pairs to trade off against it. And is that actually quite a clever way to get what you want? 
I definitely think that that is something that's happened over the last few years, as unfortunate as it is, because, you know, you, if there's 10 shoes that you really want this year, what are your chances of getting them? So there's a hundred releases that are going to be worth more than retail and you enter every single one, then it might just fund those 10 pairs that you missed out on. Uh, Obviously I, I, in an ideal world, it wouldn't happen, but I definitely see it. No, I, 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 the more I think about it and the more I mull on it, the more I do see it. Just And again, now I've not really thought about it too much. Like, right, someone said, someone said on the uh, Street Hawker pitch I put up yesterday, like, how do you get everything you want? And I kind of had to step back and kind of go, do you know what? I, I am fortunate and, and we, you know, I've bought trainers for a lot of years. I have I know <laughs> check me out I know a lot of people but you know you, you you build these relationships with people in stores and online or everywhere and because a little bit I do put myself out there and similar to yourself you put on foot pictures out there so if your name might pop up on a raffle or something they go oh well Dan Squire he's going to wear that pair of dunks or whatever so I, I want to make sure he gets a pair. Um, and I guess for people who may not have that relationship with stores because they might not live near, let's just talk Nike SB, there might not be a welcome in their city or anywhere near it. So it's really hard to get that initial access and to go in and buy normal, you know, like me and Dan will go into welcome, but man, I bought a skateboard for God knows how much, even though I don't skate. Um, I buy clothing, my clothing in there, you know, I buy like bits of t-shirts, hoodies, hats, socks, and stuff like that. It's more than just going in and buying a hype pair of dunks once a month. Yeah, um, definitely. I think, you know, that there's a lot of, um, the hashtag, in, especially with skate, it talks about SB a lot. The support your local thing is huge with skate stores, obviously. It's awesome to support your local skate store, but if you don't have one, just support a local skate store. Because I'm sure, you know, they're not stupid. They know who their regular customers are. They know who's going to spend. And we can't make any promises on this podcast, but you would think they'd probably look after those people more than a brand new customer who only wants the latest dunk. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, so my point being for, for people who maybe don't have that relationship or, or can't have that relationship for whatever reason, you know, there might be people out there who can't, use social media so i'm thinking back to me of a few years ago being a teacher there's no way i could have been a teacher and had a youtube channel and put myself out on instagram you know doing things like that because it would have been unprofessional of me in the line of work so there's people like that out there so they people like that may have to clout chase and go after everything to try and get what they want um yeah, definitely. And, you know, they might want that pair of SBs, but they know they can't get them. So they might have to enter all those off-white raffles to find a trade. It's uh, it's just the way I think the industry is at the minute. Yeah, thought-provoking this, by the way. Because as much as I shout, just buy what you like, and I'm very much like that, I'm now having a bit of a self-reflection moment saying, oh, yeah, it's all right for me just to say buy what you like. But there's people out there that don't have that ability or that, access i guess to just and i'm not saying i buy what i like and i get everything by the way because i do take the odd l 
uh, for everyone who said, yeah, you get everything. No, Safari Dunks, I didn't get that. You know, that was, that was a fluke, a complete fluke. Um, and I do get some lucky wins. Like, I, I tell you the lucky win I got last year. It was a, a union for Air Jordan, Dandy. I thought, I thought in 2021, we might not have to hear about that anymore. <laughs> no, I did think it's been a few weeks and since that's been brought up. So, um, I thought... Well, it's been a few months since you've had me a win. So, um, a size <laughs> 83 in the Jordan 1 would be nice. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got entries in for you, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, the... Um, just talking like on the on the clout chasing because there's been a few leaks of uh, potential dunks. Like, was it a green <laughs> Jordan pack dunk? Yeah, so like the pine green to sit in the J pack with the cart purple and the Chicago looks like yeah. it's going to be the next J pack dunk. Which I have zero interest in whatsoever. But I can see why people now might chase that one to use as something to trade for something against a street hawker or, or whatever, the pink pigs or the gulf colours that are coming out, which yeah, I'm 100% going in for all those because they are, that's, again, I'm going to go off, but that's like Nike SB, not collaborating with Porsche or anything like that, but the, the thinking outside the box a little bit to bring in a story, whereas just sticking a Jordan colourway on a dunk is just too easy for me. but. But I'm not yeah. hating on it. I'm not hating See, on it. I think the J-Pack's good. And I like the fact it's not something that they've just done recently. They've done it for years on Nike SB. So it's got like that kind of long-standing story. And, you know, they've, they've linked with Jordan a lot over the last few years with the, obviously, the SB Jordan 1s and stuff like that. So it's another one I think it's, it's, it's good. It's simple. It's easy to wear. Yeah, I get that. And if you just wanted like a... Uh, well, you can't say beat a pair because they're going to go. It'd be so hard to get a pair of anyway. But if it was just you wanted a pair of, of dunks just to wear standard day to day, going to go, going to go with everything made of leather, easily to wear in the snow outside or whatever. Go walk your dog. Um, then, then they are. and and the, the color blocking is okay. To be fair, I think it's better than some of the old J Pack color blocking. I think on these ones. Um, so yeah, shout out Daz for, uh, for for the question that we've kind of gone off on one. Um, actually, we are going to kind of, we say we're going to quite keep it short, but I've not actually put a time on this. I don't know how long we've been uh, how long we've been at it. Do you know when you want to go really quick and it ends up taking you ages? Um, I never have that problem. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Shall we start wrapping up with the releases after that? <laughs> Daniel, if you can't see, I mean, Daniel's going quite red at the minute uh, on the Zoom call. Uh, I might take a screenshot at this point. but uh, Yes, let's have a look at this week's upcoming releases. What is coming out in the world of trainers this week? So, I'm going to start with Nike. And this is because it touches back to what we spoke about at the start of the podcast and last week with inclusive sizing. So, I've banged on about it enough. But next week, obviously, is the Jordan 1 OG Neutral Grey 85 Cut. Proper OG shoe. I anyone who's into Jordan, especially Jordan ones, is going to want that shoe. Is that, that shoe? Out this week? That's out next week. But it's like I say that that shoe retro for the first time, Danny, in thirty-five years. Who doesn't want that shoe that's into Jordans? But they're is only making it available in a size six to fourteen. But this week they've got out the Nike 
um, ambush Dunkai and the Valentine's pack. So a pink Dunkai and obviously an Air Force One with wolf hearts on it and things like that. Full inclusive sizing. And this is what we talked about obviously last week where, yes, it's great. They're inclusive. They go from a size three to 14. But why doesn't the Jordan one that's coming out next week go from a size three? Yeah, you, you brought that. I was actually going to make a joke on that first. Oh, God. Um, apologies for that. Yeah, why why is that not a, a thing? Um, it, it must be so frustrating. That that Jordan 1, like I say, iconic. First time it's ever been retroed. I was going to make a joke and say it's just a white Jordan. I'm not even bothered for it. You know, it'd be, it'd be a great pair to customise, which I kind of do think a little bit like that. But I understand the story. It's not a shoe for me, but I understand if you are massive into Jordans, then it is a great shoe. It's one that must go in your collection if you are into that. Why it's not being set up from a size three or four blows my mind. It goes back to what we were talking about with TT last week and what we were talking to Nadia on the uh, Instagram Live on Friday. There are shoes that you know are going to sell out. Nike, Jordan, they know these are going to fly. However many pairs they are wearing, uh, they're going to release. They could double that amount and they would still all fly. And well, the problem is there's, there's only going to be 23,000 pairs, the same as the 85 that they released this time last year. Yeah. So obviously trying to tell that story with the number 23, obviously it's Michael Jordan's number, doing another 23,000 pairs. That's why I think they've made the size run from a size um, 6 to a 14 UK size, that is. But does that justify not letting anyone that's a size 3, 4 or 5 have any access to these shoes? No, it's just so, it's so wrong. And if you are, uh, if you are a female uh, sneakerhead or into trainers and... I just absolutely sympathise. And like I say, even more so off the back of what we've been talking about recently and the more research and conversations I've had over this past week uh, has just brought it to light even more with with people I interact with regularly, daily. Um, it's just so it's just so wrong. But like I say, I don't like. I know I get the story. I do get the twenty three thousand. If you're only going to make twenty three thousand to make it in that run, I don't agree with it. Is what I'm saying. I understand why they might do it, but I don't agree. It's just so. On that, obviously, we we said that. So the ambush Dunkai, full pink. Yes. We've got the Valentine's Air Force One. Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer the 90 and if there was a lucky lady in my life um, an Air Max 90 Valentine's Day shoe I would 100% be swinging a pair of those uh, so girls you've got about a week to get in Danny's DMs and maybe get a pair of those <laughs> um, right so but on a serious note will that count as my February purchase if you send me a pair Danny I'll allow it if I send some, I don't say random girl, because I'm not going to send a random girl. It, but no, if they're, not for, if they're not for you, I think I'll let it slide. Right, girls, you've got a week. Because <laughs> I'm on the pink pigs next week. Um, but yeah, I do like them. Uh, I, again, it's the, it's the full size run kind of thing, isn't it? That 
that's that's not right. That's that's how it should be done. Because some guys, some guys with bigger feet, are going to want to wear these. So brilliant, but don't not do the other one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it a lot now, aren't we? Because it's gonna we'll, keep happening. We'll see it more as well. I'll hold my hands up. I'll notice it more. So every week there's going to be a release. I'm going to go. These are going to go. How wrong is it? So let's keep that conversation going. Yeah, and lastly for Addy, we've got the ZX9000. Yeah, the I've forgotten what it was called. The Mock Yucatan. Uh, it's the black uh, A to ZX. It, yeah. <coughs> again, the details on these are really good. Have you had a close look at them? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I mean, I like the, I like the like exposed stitching around the outside. Yeah, like you know, like the moccasin kind of look to it. Yeah, it's ZX nine thousand. It's a good shape, black and white. Can't go wrong. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, uh, an easy to wear shoe. So if you're going to go in for these ZX nine thousands, I might even, I might even grab a pair for the giveaway for this month. Why not? They look like a good shoe, and I think. That's it for this week. That's it from me. <laughs> oh, my, you're not even going to say bye. Or, uh, you are literally going to go. <laughs> so um, just, again, a big shout out to um, everybody who contacts us every week uh, and who bullied me and Dan into doing a podcast this week. Uh, we were going to let it slide for a week, but uh, shout out to people who, who want the content. And I do kind of understand it's lockdown, it's boring. People have got loads of time on their hands. You're going for your one-hour daily exercise. You want to listen to two marvellous talking about trainers, sneakers, being stupid, and, and all kinds of stuff. So thanks to everyone who's hit us up. Um, and we will see you next week, I think. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>